On this podcast, you have heard us talk a lot about something called gut pathogens. And pathogens are bacteria, parasites, yeast, mold, all these nasty bad guys that get inside of our bodies and make us feel gross, right? Viruses, infections, etc. Well, have you ever wondered if you have one? Slight pause there. <laughs> if you have ever wondered if you have a gut pathogen, there's pretty much only one question you need to ask. And I come with this question after doing plenty of research and asking other people and studying my clients. And this is what I found. So if you want to know the one question you need to ask yourself to know if you have a gut pathogen, then this podcast episode is for you. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel more healthy and vibrant than ever by finding the root causes of our health problems. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a marathon runner, functional medicine, health coach, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and just checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for your entire life. If you are ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. All right, everybody. So I'm going to, I promise I'm not, I'm going to actually put this question that you have to ask yourself to know if you have a gut pathogen at the beginning, and then we're going to unpack what that means. And that's going to be the rest of the episode. Um, and I just want you to realize that this is not, you know, I already say this in the intro, but it's not diagnosing anything. We're not saying we know what you have. It's just basically whenever I see this pattern in somebody's health, it has always led to finding a gut pathogen. I've never like done a lab and somebody just is clean. It, it hasn't happened. So um, I want to give you guys this question so that you're a little bit more equipped and you feel a little bit less crazy. Here's the one question that I would ask yourself to get an idea and pretty much at this point guarantee if you have a gut pathogen. Have I, to the best of my ability and knowledge, done all the right things to make myself feel better and don't feel better? That's it. And the reason why this question works is because... We are spending so much time and so much of our health 
care is focused on and and not just healthcare like blogs and and again I'll bring up the 90 day detox the 40 day detox which are great it's fine let's clean up our diet let's let's do nice things to our body but if you have already done those things and I that is that is who we specialize in that was me when I was sick I was like I don't need someone to tell me to do a I don't know green smoothie or kombucha or like I've already done the things okay um tell me something different right if you've already done to the best of your ability and knowledge, you exercise as much as you can, which might not be a lot because you might feel really exhausted after you exercise. But you know, you do your best, you do your best to get counseling or get try supplements or go to your doctor or, or be spiritually and emotionally healthy. You do all this stuff, you try to eat the right foods, you avoid gluten, you do all this stuff and you don't feel better. That is saying something else is going on inside your body that has nothing to do with how you behave on a day-to-day basis. Nothing. A good follow-up question to this one question is kind of a variation on the theme. Do I do the exact same thing some days and yet can feel totally different? As in you feel good one of those days and you might feel miserable the next, even though you ate almost the exact same food and you woke up at the same time and you went to bed the same time and everything about that day was those two days were super similar and you have no idea what happened but one day you felt good and one day you felt terrible that's another big sign that there's a gut pathogen going on because that means the variable isn't you the variable is invisible and the variable is inside of you. It's not you. It's simply inside of you to make that super clear. Um, And a follow-up question even to that, (laughs) which is more on the emotional level, but it's something that I see my clients sharing a lot and something I hear. Do I feel slightly insane in my health as if nothing I do helps? Do I keep thinking it must be something I ate, but I can't hunt down the food that is causing the problem? Or worse, I do identify a food, but I stop eating it and I still keep feeling bad. That's just another like red light alarm that says there's a gut pathogen and no one's found it. And here's the fun thing. Um, You know, I'd say most uh, 90% of our clients have never had a gut pathogen test prior to working with us. Some of them have, and maybe they got a parasite test from their doctor, or maybe they went to a functional or integrative practitioner and they got a test. Um, Sometimes I'd say more commonly what we see is like maybe a doctor runs an H. pylori test and it comes back negative. There's problems with some of these tests, and and I'm I'm not trying to be a naysayer. I think the tests are really finding stuff for some people. Um, I, I don't think that they would use them if it just didn't work, but they're not finding it for you. And that doesn't mean that you don't have a pathogen. You either have a pathogen that they're not looking for or their test isn't good enough for, for what you have going on. And so I see those two things happen a lot. And the last thing, which has to do with how you interpret a lab is, is do they... Some, you know, like if you get a lab from a conventional doctor, sometimes it just says positive or negative, right? It doesn't give you like um, specific numbers. And what can happen is that's their way of saying you might have some presence of this pathogen, but it's not enough to flag us. And I'm just not okay with that. And as in, not just me, functional health practitioners, the researchers and doctors who founded and have been plowing forward in, in trying to make health work better 
they have uh, developed these more narrow ranges of what is a healthy person's range of H. pylori, not just the average person, because the average is not healthy in America at this point. We don't want average. So when your doctor says your labs look normal, he's just saying your labs look average. That's all, because those lab ranges that they develop are built off of an averaging of all the labs ever taken by all these different people. So um, in America, being in the mean or in the average is not not uh, healthy. So those those are, I'm going to say the question one more time, just because it's like really just, it's just one question. <laughs> Have I, to the best of my ability and knowledge, done all the right things to make myself feel better and don't feel better? And I want to encourage you not to go on a witch hunt on that little clause of to the best of my ability and knowledge, because I know I'm talking to a lot of perfectionists out there, including myself. And you're like, I'm sure I've messed something up. <laughs> I'm sure I haven't perfected it yet. And just perfection is doesn't exist. And uh, if if you if you aren't sure if you agree with me, I would read Brene Brown's Daring Greatly or Gifts of Imperfection. But Daring Greatly, I think, has done a slightly better job on where she really talks about how perfection's a false paradigm and we use it to protect ourselves and we think if we if we're just perfect enough we nothing bad will happen to us and um we actually see the inner health we see it in our relationships if i'm a perfect enough mom my kids will become olympians and superstars or they'll always love me or if i'm just perfect enough i'll always make more money and and then and then it doesn't work out or if i'm perfect enough i won't gain weight and maybe it doesn't work out it just makes us drive ourselves batty so so don't think about perfection just think like if if you're listening and you're like i really know i haven't tried my best right i know that i've been avoiding going gluten free or i know that i've been avoiding um you know, doing a little bit of exercise or walking and there's room for like knowledge. Un- uh, you're aware of of that type of room for improvement. OK, great. We can work with that. But, you know, that the the question really becomes super clear when you've already done done the low FODMAP diet. You've already, you know, or maybe it's the elemental diet or the paleo diet or gluten free. Like you've done all these different elimination diets. You've already gone to the nutritionist, the doctor, the gastroenterologist. You've had a colonoscopy. You've had an endoscopy. You kind of, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I might sound like I'm a broken record. Sometimes I feel like I am. So I do apologize if I do to y'all. But those are the things that say that you are doing quote unquote all the right things and not getting results. And that's pointing directly to a pathogen every time. So what I wanted to do with the rest of this podcast episode is just break down the specific things that you may or may not be doing that are part of your like generally healthy stuff. Because if you you might want to be like, well, what are the things you're talking about, Allison? Which I just started listing some of them, but it, you know, to the best of your ability and knowledge, what uh, you're doing healthy things, what are those things? So Generally healthy things starts really exercise, sleep. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I do work with nurses who work like night shift and stuff like that. So they, we know that there's sleep problems going on. Um, but but if that is not the case, if you haven't quite, you know, if you're letting yourself procrastinate and you're working late at night, that's one thing. Um, I will say I don't, uh, I wouldn't throw in sleep problems. Like if you go to bed at 10 or 11, but I say 10 is ideal. You know, if you go to bed at 10 and then you still, and you sleep through the night and you wake up at six, you still don't feel good. That's, 
that's you trying to about your best of your ability, but you're just not getting the results for the effort you're putting in. But so, yeah, like you're really working to have a consistent bedtime, consistent waking time. Um, you help yourself go to bed by like you've tried the blue light glasses. You've you don't have to try all these things to, for this question to work. But but what I find is a lot of a lot of y'all are doing that. You you are trying the blue light glasses and you're turning off your electronics at night and you're turning making your lights dimmer and you're you know, not stimulating yourself too super heavily so you can help your sleep. Um, or you are exercising or you are going to the sauna or you have cut out gluten and dairy. Um, those are the generally healthy things that you pretty much see on every blog post. You drink uh, hot water with lemon or you you drink um, what apple cider vinegar. Like you, you, you do all these generally healthy things um, and they're not, not helping. And so that that would be that like or you're trying to take melatonin you're trying certain supplements to help yourself poop or whatever it is and you're just not getting better those are big big things um another big thing big category of like doing the quote-unquote right things is seeing the doctor yeah that's good to see the doctor rule out other problems and diagnoses make sure they don't see anything else going on that needs to be dealt with on a bigger level get the colonoscopy get the endoscopy get a couple scans whatever they are whatever they're interested in doing see the pelvic floor therapist and and then if you still have problems um constipation headaches migraines achy joints skin problems sinus problems bloating diarrhea nausea quick feelings of fullness uh, fatigue that, you know, all those things, PMS problems, no period, too heavy of a period, um, you know, all, the, all those problems, um, that is a sign that there's, that there's something else going on and it's likely a pathogen, um, in, even though the doctors aren't finding it with all the stuff they're doing. Um, number three, I guess I kind of already covered this, but I specifically had in here diet restriction or change is like just its own category because I, and I really wanted to nail down that because we can get so fixated on food. And I really think it's doing ourselves a disservice to think that if we feel bad, it's because of the food we ate. And that's the only option because we do want to take responsibility for the food we're eating and how it's impacting our health. And I'd say for every client I've worked with, we make tweaks to their diet that are positive. But um, if we if the, if we only tweaked their diet, they would not get the results that they get because they don't they're not getting the labs. They're not getting they're not finding out what pathogens they have. They're not getting rid of them. And that doesn't give their body the chance to heal. So but any type of diet restriction change, so low FODMAP, gluten free, dairy free seeing a nutritionist, elemental diet, I feel like I'm blanking on some of the other bigger, big ones, paleo, things like that, and you're just not feeling better. All, you know, one thing I like to say, I said to one client once is, all the gluten-free in the world won't change the fact that you have H. pylori or a parasite. It just won't work. I want you to think about that. All the gluten-free or low FODMAP or whatever doesn't change the fact that you have a bacteria or a parasite or a yeast overgrowth. It helps. It's like a Band-Aid, maybe. Maybe it, maybe your body's a slightly less alarmed because you're not eating certain foods, but it doesn't get rid of it. And that is a need. for. It's like step one to healing. Uh, maybe you're taking supplements, everything from melatonin, vitamin D, B-complex, prenatals, whatever you're doing to help yourself and 
feels like it feels like it's not doesn't even touch anything it's probably because it, you you might just be peeing it straight out if your body isn't able to absorb it which is frequently the case when you have a pathogen uh, maybe you're getting counseling or you're getting chiropractic care or craniosacral therapy or visceral manipulation you're doing all the acupuncture like all these generally good things which help you feel a little bit better but then you like never quite stay better and you kind of roll back down the hill again um that is just another part and parcel of the, you know, the doing things right and not seeing, not seeing results, not, not being impacted. So that's what I mean with that. And that is, that's our podcast, y'all. 15 minutes because I really wanted, if, if you, I really want you to take away just that one thing of, of that one question. <laughs> And if you want deeper answers, I would strongly encourage you sign up for a 30 minute consultation call with us and 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 get some labs done. Or if you don't want to work with us for some reason, you're just like poo poo, Allison, I don't want to work with you. Find somebody else. Find somebody who will run good labs on you, interpret them well and give you a full plan. That's what I encourage you to do. That's going to make the difference in your health. In the meantime, if you're like still like, oh, that question, you can't really mean anything. Um, you, you know, I'm sure, Allison, you haven't done en enough of a scientific method for this to work. And you're right. I haven't, you know, done some double blind testing or anything. It's simply from what I've seen in my own life and in my clients' lives repeatedly. Um, but if you're not sure, we do have another alternative for you to get a little bit more scientific data in your hands about whether you may or may not have have a pathogen and that is our I don't know if you guys can hear me doing that uh, <laughs> that's our blood lab boot camp this is a course that I've created just for you and it is so that you can read and understand the labs that your doctor have made has has gotten for you of your blood and that your doctor then told you were quote-unquote normal because here's the thing they're not normal they never are I look at all I look at many of my clients blood labs when we look at their when we do a stool pathogen test and we do a food sensitivity test we look at all as much data as we possibly can get and when you look at their blood chemistry or their blood labs from a functional standpoint they are never normal <laughs> and they have they have signs all over them of weird stuff including you have did you know that your blood chemistry can actually show if you have signs of h pylori your which is a bacteria that hangs out in the stomach and lowers stomach acid and can cause acid reflux quick feelings of fullness nausea stomach pain indigestion uh inability to break down fat and protein which means that you're going to be low in certain vitamins it's going to cause things like low calcium low iron whoa, whoa, it can cause some other things that are low. And those are all the things that I'm going to teach you in the course. Did you know that your blood chemistry can actually point and give you signs that you might have a parasite or a virus? It can tell you if you have something acute going on that's new. It can tell to you if you have something old going on that is chronic. That is when you look at your markers, like your white blood cell count, your lymphocytes, your neutrophils, your basophils, your eosinophils, all these things that you may have never heard. And it doesn't matter right now if you don't know what they are, because you will when you take the course. And not only that, but when you take the course, you actually will have that information, not just today or this month, you will have it for forever. Anytime you get blood chemistry for the rest of your life, you can go back and look at it. And I've been sharing it about it for the past two weeks right now the fun thing is as of this podcast airing 
you have six days before this course is available to register for. They, we only have 25 spots. Spaces are limited. And because I really want to have a tightly knit, um, just a tightly knit student course where I'm working with y'all and you get videos that are self-paced. You get PDFs, Excel sheets, handouts to help guide you and teach you and train you. Because guys and gals, <laughs> you can learn your how to read your blood chemistry or your blood labs just like you can learn how to read. Exactly like that. And some of y'all, maybe you remember, maybe you remember reading feeling really hard. Um, I Or maybe you have a child right now, you're trying to teach how to read and they feel like it's really hard. That's true. It's okay. But just because it's hard doesn't mean it's impossible. And now you read like a pro, man. Reading is totally doable and the same with your blood chemistry. And I really believe that getting this information to as many women as possible is going to change how women interact with their bodies, their minds, their doctors, the confidence that they walk around with, the the clarity that they have on the next steps that they want to take and the agency that they have when they're talking with their doctors and saying, this is something that I'm noticing here. What do you see? And so this course is going to be releasing six days from now on August 25th, and it is going to be available until either September 8th or until those 25 slots are full. And so if you want to be the first to get in your inbox that the course is open and you can get it now and you want to grab your slot and save it, then you can go down. We are going to have a we have a link in the show notes and get on our wait list. That wait list will make sure and guarantee that you are the first to know about this course and that you can jump on and register and be part of the first 25. With this course, you also get a bonus. This is something I'm not going to be doing every time we launch this course, but the bonus is a call with me at the end of September, when this course launches or when this course has been launched for a month, you get a call with me and you can bring any of your questions from the course. You can bring any questions you have from your blood labs and learn and and, and bring them and ask me and say, hey, I found this. I interpreted this way. Is this correct? Or I found this and I'm experiencing symptoms of this. Does this correlate to you? Does this sound right? Whatever questions you have from the course, you can bring them and have coaching with me in a group setting. Learn from your other peers who've taken the course and 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 learn from yourself from all, and realize that you are you are empowered. A couple other things to know about this course, which I also want everybody to be knowing, is that we are currently selling it at a price it will never be at again. This is the first time we are releasing it. I want as many people as possible to grab it, but it is a it is a steal for the price and the amount of work that I have put into and am putting into this course so that you get as much takeaway as possible so your life is changed as much as possible. Right now, the course is going to be selling for $4.97 and never again will it be that amount. So if you want to grab this, if you want to make an impact in your health, you want to dive a little bit deeper into those questions of do I have a pathogen and what else is going on in my labs that I don't know about and you want to stop feeling powerless or confused in your health and you want to know what your next steps are then grab this course get on the wait list and 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 purchase it on August 25th 
And one last thing to note about this course, which I meant to say earlier, but thought about, is that this course, once you purchase it, you have lifetime access to it. The The bonus group call is on September 29th. It's at the end of the month after the course starts, a month into the course. But it is... Uh, once you have bought it, you have lifetime access to it. So you can always go back to the videos, go back to the information, you know, double check your work, make sure you're understanding thing as much, everything as much as you can. But it is for lifetime access, y'all. So, so exciting. All right. Well, that is it for today's episode. If you are so excited about the Blood Lab Bootcamp, I want to hear you shout it out. And actually, I would invite you, if you thought of a friend, I know we usually do this with podcast episodes, but if you have a friend that you're thinking of with that Blood Lab Bootcamp, someone you want in that course with you, in the in the dirt, in the mud, <laughs> learning these things, someone you can talk with and be excited with, somebody else who also wants to move forward in their health and understand their labs better and have more control and have and be able to take back their health and find what their doctors missed, then I encourage you, please send that friend a screenshot of this episode or the link to jump on the wait list. I would love to see friends and families and sisters and mothers and daughters on this course together, all learning, all growing, and just becoming phenomenal, becoming healthy and and encouraged, hopeful, inspired. I hope in general that that is your experience of us on the podcast. And I will say, if you're if you do want to work with me, we're also going to put a link in the show notes and you can sign up for a 30 minute consultation call where we will talk about what it looks like to work with me and how to move forward. So we'll put that link in the show notes. You can apply. And if you apply and I approve of it, we can help you. So in the meantime, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you want to join us and follow us on the way, if you're new to the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Better Belly Therapies. I love connecting with our listeners and hearing what's on your mind, what's on your heart, what you are gaining from the podcast and how we can help you. In the media, in the meantime, remember, miracles are immediate, but healing takes time. <laughs>